Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman of Bellman Homes, and today's topic is eight things you must consider before building your next home. So you're thinking about building and you want to start purchasing a lot and building that new home. This is a good time to take a quick break and wait and step back for a second. I'm glad that somebody wants to build a home. That's fantastic. We'd love to help you, of course. But before you do that, you guys need to stop and consider a few key things so that you don't make a huge mistake and that you don't put yourself in a situation that is uh, going to cause you distress, harm, or um, other issues that could affect your life. So this is a really good time to step back and evaluate your life, evaluate where you're at with everything. So I've created eight things that you should consider before you build just to make sure that you are in the right situation and you are making the right decision. Building is a great idea. It's a great opportunity. Pricing is fantastic. And uh, there's a lot of ready, willing, and able builders out there, of course, right now. But you really need to make sure because building is something that takes some time. It takes some careful planning. And most people live in their homes for many years. And if you build a home and you sell it immediately, you're not going to come out very well financially. You will come out well financially if you live in your home for a few years. So a little extra planning can go a long way. All right. So first thing you need to consider before building is your lifestyle. And why I say this is important is you need to consider really what your lifestyle is so you can determine what the right type of home and living situation is best for you. If you're a frequent traveler and you're always gone, you're always traveling for work, you may not need a traditional home. You might be better off with a condo. Because if you're gone all the time, how are you going to maintain the yard? How are you going to take care of things? You might be better off to have a condo because then you have an association that would take care of landscaping, your yard, and those kind of things. So definitely think about your lifestyle and how that pertains to your home. In addition, as part of the whole lifestyle conversation, you also need to start to think about you know, where you're at in your life, okay? Are you someone that's moving up the ladder quickly and uh, getting lots of promotions and things? If so, you may want to consider that when you build, okay? If your career is on the upswing and you, you see future income opportunities and things like that, maybe you're a little more comfortable putting in some fancier things into your home, maybe making a little bigger than what you're planning on and so on and so forth. If you're maybe on the opposite side of your career, on the downswing, well, maybe maybe make that house a little smaller, make it a little more energy efficient, and make sure that's some, something that you can live in for a long time. But you need to consider your lifestyle. Also consider with your lifestyle, you know, where you're going to, to build. I mean, if you're somebody that's really active and you like to go out and you like to do biking and you like to do a lot of hiking and do a lot of outdoorsy things then you probably want to live in an area that has those type of amenities so you're not driving all the way you know, across town just to, to enjoy those type of things. If you like going out to eat a lot and you like 
nightlife, then you want to be closer to the city. So think about your lifestyle as it pertains to your home. The second thing you should consider before building is your financial situation and your job. Now, I've alluded to that already in the lifestyle section, but really need to think about this critically. You know, if you have a very stable job at a company and it's it's a stable industry, building is just fine. You know, and you know your company is going to be there in the long term. Maybe your employment status isn't really going to change. You're going to be a great candidate to build a home. If you're someone who constantly gets transferred and moved around and they're constantly restructuring, maybe you work for a bigger company, that is probably not a good situation to build a home in because you could start the home and by the time the house is half done, you could already be getting a transfer to another area. So you've got to look at that and then, of course, look at your financial situation. So step back and and look at that critically. Have you saved enough money over the years to have a down payment? Do you have some additional money set aside in case there's some overages? You need to look at those things and think of those things very critically. Look at your income stream now and in the future. If you're going to be building a bigger home. Is your income going to support that in future years? Looking at your financial situation is absolutely critical and one of the most important things that you should do before you build. And then, of course, considering your job is another thing. Another thing to consider with your job is, are you working from home at all? Do you have a, a, a job where you, you have that opportunity? If you do, you should make sure that you factor that into your next home design. Do I have a place to work? Am I going to be able to utilize this space properly? The next thing you need to consider before you build is your location, right? They say location, location, location. And that is very important because location affects value it affects the livability of your home because if you buy in an area that is not a convenient location, maybe you buy it because it's a cheaper location and then you find out there's no grocery stores within an hour of your residence, you've got to drive all this way just to get groceries. That can be a problem. If you have to um, you know, commute and there's bad weather and now you know, on some days you can commute and it takes 40 minutes, but on a bad weather day, it takes you an hour and 10 minutes that can have a huge factor, not only on your finances, but your life and, and your stress level and your, your family life. So definitely consider those things. Location is important. It might be worth it for you to spend another $30,000 to move you know, closer into town so that you're not driving an extra half an hour every day. Half an hour to work, half an hour back, that's an hour a day. An hour a day has value. So consider location. And sometimes a good location is worth extra money. Not only will the house sell for more money when you sell it, but it will be much more convenient for you. You may save less or save money on gas and, and travel expenses. So location is very important. In fact, it's vital when you're building a new home. Next thing you need to consider before you build is your current living situation. So think about what you have currently in your home, what you enjoy about it. You want to make sure that those things are replicated in your next home. But then you also want to think about the things that maybe aggravate you in your current home or displease you and make sure that your new home doesn't have those things. Like, for example, if you don't like draftiness in your home and cold, then you want to make sure your home is very energy efficient. 
if you hate lots of noise and you've got kids and the house is noisy, you probably don't want a very open floor plan. You're going to want a closed floor plan. So think of your current situation, what your needs are. Maybe you have a house and you don't have enough storage. So make sure that you think about that. Okay, well, we've got three closets in this home and, uh, you know, just a small cupboard pantry. That's clearly not enough. Next home's got to have a walk-in pantry. I want five closets and two of them need to be walk-in closets. Okay, now you've drastically increased your storage. So look at your current living situation and evaluate that before you build. Next consideration for building your home is the length and time frame that you need to be in your next home. A lot of people don't take the time to think this through. They just ask the builder how long it takes. Okay, that sounds good. And they sign up and they start building a home. And then they put their house on the market and they sell their house. And the new home isn't going to be ready for three more months. Now they've got a problem, right? So you need to think through your living situation. You also need to think through, okay, let's say the house is going to be done and it won't be done until next winter. That's fine, right? That's not necessarily a bad thing. But if your home is in an area where not a lot of homes sell in the winter, maybe you don't want to sell your home during that time. Maybe you want to postpone this a little bit, or maybe um, you just want to hold off listing your home until it gets closer to spring. All sorts of different factors and considerations there for you, but definitely keep those things in mind as well because that can definitely cause you a lot of stress if you're not watching that carefully. Another big thing you need to consider before building your home is taxes. And I don't mean this from a tax standpoint as far as tax deductions and mortgage interest deductions, although those things are important. You know, if you own a home, you're going to be able to use mortgage interest deduction, at least currently. And if you build a new home, I'm sure you will be able to do that as well. Or if it's a second home, you can deduct up to a certain amount. Those certainly factor in. But the taxes that I'm referring to are your municipal property taxes because those come every year and they don't go away. And property taxes matter. And they can add up to a fairly large cost over time. So you need to consider your taxes and look at what that's going to be. And a lot of people don't factor that in. They just go, oh, I like this area. I want to live in this area. And then all of a sudden they find out that the mill rate in that particular area, the taxes there are tremendously higher. Let's say you're you're a single person, um, no kids, and you move into an area of high taxes because they have really great schools and you're not planning on having kids. You may not want to live in that municipality because you're going to be spending money for education for people that you don't even know. <laughs> and so you may want to move maybe to a neighboring community that's still close by where you want to be, but it has lower taxes because they don't invest as much in the schools that you're not going to use. Conversely, if you have a large family and a lot of kids in the school system, and that's important to you, you may be okay with a little bit higher taxes because you want your kids to go to good schools. So consider the schools as well for your family, but more importantly, consider those taxes because living in a rural community versus a city community, there's huge differences on your property tax rate. And this can be several thousand dollars a year. This could be four or $5,000 easily, $6,000 a year, just in, in or not income, but property taxes 
And that also affects your payment and how much you can afford to pay for your mortgage. Next thing that you need to consider before you build your home is the city that you're going to live in, the potential growth that it's going to have, and the infrastructure that's around the community that you're in. And what I mean by this is is quite a few different things. If you're building in a community that's maybe contracting or shrinking, you could also see property taxes go up because as less people live there, there's you know, more people that still have to, or there's less people rather that have to pay for these services and things. So you could see your tax rate go up. If you live in an area where it's very rural and there aren't grocery stores nearby, there aren't shopping centers nearby, there aren't things to do nearby, again, you're going to be spending time, you're going to be spending money, um, trying to, you know, find something to do or get nearby places. And the other thing you need to do is consider what's going to happen in the next few years in that area. I had a development many years ago that I was building, and at the time it seemed like it was in the middle of nowhere, and everyone's like, there's nothing to do on this end of town. I don't know why I'd want to build out here because it just doesn't seem like there's a lot going on. I said, hey, time out. Listen, there's three subdivisions all around here. There's 500-some lots. That means there's going to be a lot of families. There's some land over here that's zoned commercial that's going to get developed in the near future once some of these homes fill up, and there's going to be all sorts of things. Oh, and by the way, they are putting a new bypass in on the other end of town that's going to get you from one end of the town to the other end of town much quicker, and that will be put in in the near future. That increased the value of those properties because now there was more things happening, and sure enough, a huge shopping center went in two miles down the road with tons of great stores and different things, and it is very popular and it is doing phenomenally well because there are tons of new residents there and they are enjoying that part of town. And lo and behold, our new bypass came in and now people can get from the south side to the north side of town in about half the amount of time as they used to. So those are conveniences that eventually came to fruition. That is going to increase the value of their properties tremendously. So when these people bought several years ago, maybe it was five years ago, maybe it was 10 years ago, and these things didn't exist, their properties were at a certain value. But now there's all these conveniences nearby that actually enhances the overall value, not only of the homes, but the subdivisions in the area, the desirability of the community. It's a lot easier to buy and sell these homes because there is lots to do in the area and convenient travel options. So consider the growth of your city and your community and the infrastructure around you because that makes a huge difference as well to you know the enjoyability of living in that area and the of course the taxes because now having all these new stores and things they're generating revenue that can reduce the taxes it also creates more desirability for the subdivision homes can sell faster and for a higher rate and that means it's a good investment for you so those are all things that you should consider as well before you build Last but not least, you need to consider your family and your marital status before you build. (laughs) These are sort of two separate but intertwined things. Let's start with the marital status. Obviously, if you're married, this is something you're going to be doing with your spouse. Hopefully, you're planning on being with your spouse for a long term because you don't want to start building a home and have a stressful situation with your spouse already and you build a home. That could be a bad situation. You don't want to have that. So if you have a very stable, good marriage, 
that's great because building can be a little stressful. That can put an additional amount of stress on your marriage and you need to be careful with those things. You also need to consider your family status. Is your family growing or is your family shrinking? Or are you going to have family coming back into your home at some point? Elderly family maybe coming to live in your home down the road. Or maybe college kids coming back to live with you for a few years. You have to consider these things because that will affect your home and that will affect what type of home you should have. If your family is growing, you're going to want to make sure you have extra bedroom or two to make sure that you can handle your growing family. If maybe your kids are moving out, you're becoming an empty nester, maybe a two-bedroom ranch is okay for you. Or if you have extended family that comes and visits all the time, you might need to have that extra bedroom or that extra space for them so that they can come and enjoy you know, your home as well and spend time with you. These are important things to factor in. And it's not easy to change these things after the fact. That's why a lot of these things need to be thought about. And it's not that you shouldn't build. Most these things can be easily overcome when you build. But you want to make sure that you're factoring in what you need, not only now, but what are you going to need five years from now? What are you going to need 10, from, 10 years from now? What's your plan? It's a great time to step back and say, what's my family plan? What do we want to do? Where do we want to go with our family in the next 10 years? And these are things to consider. Again, if you don't have kids, we talked about this earlier with the schooling, you don't have kids and you, you purchase in an area that maybe isn't good, good schools or doesn't invest a lot into their schools and then all of a sudden you decide to, to have kids in two years, you may want to rethink that decision. You may want to say, you know what, maybe we're going to invest in this little bit more expensive community because we plan on having kids in two years and you know we're going to live in this home for 10 years. So eight out of the 10 years, we're going to take advantage of the school systems in that area. So yeah, that's probably worth it. You should probably go to the area that has the better school systems. So you have to think about all those things and how they relate to your family, not only now, but a couple years down the road. Because the average person does live in a home at least 10 years, and that number has increased over the years. It used to be as low as five, and it's kind of slowly crept to six, seven, and eight, and now it's nearly 10 years, and more people are staying put longer, which means you want to really make sure that you make the right decision when you build. And that's why I do this podcast, because I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys great information my perspective as a home builder, as a real estate agent, as a land developer for 24 years, and also as an industry advocate as well, there's a lot of things to consider. And I love to provide this information for you guys so that I am helping you make a great decision. And I got an email just the other day from someone who uh, is following the podcast in a different state and building a home, asked me for some advice, has been listening to the podcast, using the tips to build her home and I am just very grateful for that. I love hearing those kind of stories that I am making a difference in someone's life and this podcast is helping someone make great decisions. So again, if you guys haven't already subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss any content and please, please, please like and share this podcast with other people so we can continue to grow and help other people through the building and home buying process. Once again, I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you guys very soon.